Hey sister friend, welcome to the Shades of Trauma Healing Podcast. I'm Jenny L. Taylor, a trauma coach, trauma thriver, and daughter of God, living loved. This space is for you sisters who want to begin healing and living fully, but the effects of childhood trauma keeps you stuck, scared, and unfulfilled. I'm so glad you're here. In this podcast, you'll receive trauma education, practical strategies, biblical applications, and motivational tips to support your trauma healing journey. So grab your journal, settle into your favorite spot, and let's get started. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about what led me to starting this podcast. And I suppose with any story, we start at the relevant beginning point. My beginning point started with a career in finance. I've always loved helping people. At the time I got this job in finance, I studied business and I thought this was the most obvious option for me. I spent a decade in finance and the more I worked in this field, the desire to help people kept showing up. I looked into other options of supporting people. I went back to learning more about myself because as you know, when we learn and when we grow, as we get older, our needs change. We get to know ourselves better. We develop other interests. We begin fine-tuning the things that we want to do. And we begin honing in on what God wants to do through and in our lives. As I continued to work in finance, the desire for helping people continued to become stronger and stronger. I have many loves. I love learning. So a lot of different fields interest me. Another area that interested me is adult education. After I worked in finance for so many years, I decided to move into the area of adult education and I loved my role. My role was to support adult learners who, for different reasons, were not able to complete their high school diploma. Now that they were adults, they returned to an adult college who taught adult students the high school curriculum, and I really, really enjoyed that role. My role was to support the learners in meeting their academic goals. This meant helping them with time management skills, scheduling, developing good study habits. I also supported them in addressing financial barriers that would prevent them from getting to classes, meeting their financial needs so that they would be able to concentrate in school. The more I did this job, the more I realized that there were many other factors impacting how my students learn and their ability to complete and to meet their academic goals. A lot of the other barriers related to issues that occurred in childhood, whether it was trauma or neglect, some factors involved their home life with their families, with their children, with their spouses, with their partners. In my role, I wasn't trained or it was not in my job description to support clients on the personal side of things. I had to stick strictly with the academic and things that were impacting the academic that fell within my job description. The more I worked with these students, the more I realized the need to coach them in different areas of their lives. 
partway through my job role, I decided to pursue life coaching. When I completed my life coaching certification, I felt more equipped to work with my clients. I didn't work with them at the academic level at the college. Instead, I started my own coaching practice to help clients with their life and career goals. I really enjoyed that as well. It was a natural progression for me of helping people achieve what was most important to them. The more I worked with my coaching clients, I began seeing a new pattern showing up. The thing to know about coaching is that coaching takes clients from the present to their desired future outcome. I was able to work with them with where they are now, helping them design goals, develop strategies, take steps so that they can reach their desired life or career outcome. And I found that a lot of the areas that were causing my clients to be stuck, they were found in experiences in childhood, the beliefs that they developed, the experiences they had that shaped the world. This led me to becoming more interested in psychotherapy and psychology. I always had an interest in how the mind worked, why people did what they did, how the thinking came about, how decisions impact someone, not just today, but how these decisions go on to impact their families or even their future families. With that in mind, I went back to school because I love learning so much. And this time I pursued a Master of Divinity with a counseling and psychotherapy emphasis. And I moved into the area of psychotherapy. Now I am trained in two different areas. There are differences between coaching and psychotherapy. With psychotherapy, I am able to support clients with past experiences, current experiences, and help them move towards their future desired outcome. There are different organizations or governing bodies that are responsible for coaching and psychotherapy. We do need to keep boundary lines really clear between the two. The main point, I guess, is that I am now able to support clients in all aspects of their journey. With some clients, I work from the coaching perspective. and With other clients, I work from the psychotherapy perspective. In this podcast, we would be focusing mainly on how I can help clients from the coaching lens using trauma-informed modalities. That's a bit about the academic side of what contributes to me starting this podcast. Now we'll talk about the experiential side. Growing up, I mentioned in the trailer that I had many happy memories as a child. I remember lots of joy, family gatherings, trips to the ocean. It was generally happy. However, I did have repeated traumatic events that at the time I didn't really encode or understand as trauma. The thing with trauma is that it can be an event and it's also the way someone interprets what happened to them. For example, two siblings could be in the same household, same parents, same experiences, but one interprets and experiences an event as trauma while the other one doesn't. This is how trauma is treated based on what the person experienced or we use in the trauma world encoded as trauma. 
My events were very traumatic, although I did not understand or even name it as trauma until I was an adult. When I was an adult and I got my first therapy session, my therapist was able to put to words the experience that I had as a child and I was able to notice and name it as trauma. Another thing to mention When we grow up in different environments, in a household or in a a neighborhood or a community, sometimes trauma is passed on from generation to generation, so much so that the behaviors or the responses to the trauma can become normalized. It can even look like the culture. So when someone is living within it, they think this is just what this neighborhood is like or this family is like, not realizing that it is a trauma response that has been learned and passed on and normalized. When I was growing up, I didn't recognize that a lot of what I was experiencing was trauma. I knew there was something wrong, but I couldn't put words to it. Thankfully, my therapist was able to help me do that. As I continued to grow and heal, and because of my love for people, I just got this desire to continue helping people in this area and learning more and more about the brain and the mind, emotions, and how people operate. The catalyst, however, for this podcast, I can say happened just over 10 years ago. About 10 years ago, I had this experience that shattered my entire world. I woke up one day and got news that just totally shifted my entire life. I remember at that time, in that season of my life, I went into a mini depression. I would be sleeping for 12 to 16 hours a day. Because of my trauma history and the way I interpret and deal with pain, This is the way I dealt with the experience. I was sleeping a lot of hours every day. And I remember one day, it was the daytime because my schedule was completely off. I was just sleeping whenever, eating whenever. Things were just off. However, on that day, I don't know, my sister friends, have you ever had a dream where you just knew there was something different about it? you knew that it must have been from God. This is what I experienced that day. I had this dream and it was enough to jolt me out of my sleep and then reorient me so much so that it kind of scared me out of my depression. So rather than feeling sad and depressed, I started to feel a little bit scared and I'll tell you why. The dream was that one day I would be standing on a stage speaking in front of thousands of women, sharing ways to heal from traumatic events and to gain a closer relationship with God that would provide holistic healing. If anybody knows me, at that time in my life, public speaking was not something that I was thrilled about. It's really, really scared me. And I just thought, what could this dream mean? I got the sense, I got the inner conviction that it was from God. I would need to be speaking one day. And while I did experience a bit of fear about it, I also experienced hope. Because in that season, it was a dark time. And for you who've experienced dark times, you know that when you're in that space, it's easy to get into a mindset where life as you know it is over. 
this is the worst it could be. Things will never get better. However, that dream gave me a glimpse of hope that God will take me from the brokenness that I was experiencing into a place where I could be of support and comfort to other women. As I continued to heal from that season, I always had that dream in my mind. And over the years, God has opened doors and led me step by step into developing and growing in confidence and ability to be able to speak. Some of the events that occurred were me taking up more responsibility in ministry roles, and this meant stepping forward in a leadership position, so it did involve more speaking up front, even at my job in the college, doing workshops, getting more comfortable with speaking up front. And a few years later, when I started my Master of Divinity degree, my local church was not aware of this. However, someone called me to preach one day and it was terrifying, I will admit, but I knew, I remembered that this dream was in my heart, that God placed it on my mind. So I accepted the call after praying about it and preached my first sermon. Other events began happening too. I began getting invitations to appear on other people's podcasts. And as I did this, people began saying, oh, I can see you having your own podcast one day. Honestly, the seed of podcasting was also planted in my heart the more I supported other women based on the healing journey that I was on. Women who knew my story would ask me, how did you get through this? How did you navigate this circumstance? How did you go through this situation and come out the other side? And the more I shared about it, I just got the sense that I needed to share on a wider platform because there are other women who would want to know how to heal from trauma, how to move through life difficult situations, and because I am a woman of faith, how to do this grounded in God's word and understanding God's plan for their lives and for healing. And this led me to starting the podcast. When the seed to start this podcast was planted, God started to lead me to different people and different paths that screamed podcasting. I could not ignore it. After some praying, fasting, and really zoning in on what God wanted me to do, I decided I'm going to give you my yes, Lord, and I'm going to start this podcast. And my sister friends, I must say that when I got this call to do the podcast, I wish I could say I was 100% ready, willing, able to do it. But I was a bit scared because now I am going into a new realm, one that I was not aware of before, one that I didn't have experience in. And this is the lesson that I would leave with you. Whenever God calls us to do something, he equips us. He gives us the Holy Spirit boldness. He gives us the resources. He actually wants us to be in a space of total dependency on him. So whatever comes out from your ministry, from your task, from your work, you can look to God and say, glory to God. He is the one who delivered. He is the one who took you through. He is the one who is responsible for any success in this area. And this is what I'm experiencing as I start this podcast.
The other area that I needed to get clarification on was what topic should I speak about? As I continued to think about it and explore my life and look at where God was leading me, I realized that I was being led to talk about childhood trauma, helping women of faith address the impact of childhood trauma so that they can go on to live healed and healthy lives of purpose, the purpose that they are created for that God wants to fulfill in them. I chose to do a holistic approach to healing because I remember growing up in the church at the time when I grew up, mental health was not really discussed. When it was discussed, mostly the advice would be pray about it or have more faith. I am a firm believer in prayer. I love me some prayer. I always go to God with the big things, the small things, whatever is happening in my life. I am also a firm believer in therapy and coaching, getting external support and help. A lot of times, most of the times, trauma is healed in relationship because it was caused in relationship. And I recognize the benefit of having support groups, therapy, coaching, systems that would help people be in a safe space while they process their most painful experiences. And this would be the focus of this podcast. This podcast is not meant to replace therapy or coaching. I always encourage listeners to seek out the help that you need in the form of coaching or therapy from a trained professional. It's great to read self-help books and to look at documentaries or listen to podcasts. And you can use that information, leverage that information to also book a counseling session, book a coaching session so that you can have one-on-one support to help you in your healing journey. As we journey through this podcast, I will be providing psychoeducation, motivational tips, spiritual applications so that listeners can understand more about trauma, how it affects their body, make connections between what they're experiencing physically and connecting to the heart of God for their healing. This is what leads me to starting this podcast. I am giving God my yes. My trauma history has left me with perfectionistic tendencies And anyone who struggles with perfectionism knows that it can be so crippling. It keeps us from moving forward because we want everything to be just right. But I am resting and laying down perfectionism and I am moving forward. My commitment is to show up authentically. Sometimes there may be some bloopers. Sometimes there may be some background noise that in the past would have drove me to a place of, I've got to fix this. It's got to be right. However, even saying this out loud right now is part of me showing up authentically, being vulnerable so that I can model whatever you're being called to do. It will not be perfect because we are not perfect. However, God can perfect his will in us and through us. We just need to give God our yes. And this is what I'm committing to do. I look forward to journeying together with you. And I would also love to hear from you. You can reach me by email. The address, which I will also put in the show notes, is support at shadesoftraumahealing.com. Send me a line. Let me know what you think about the podcast. 
what you would like to hear, I would just love to connect with you. Until next week, you take good care and thank you so much for listening. If this podcast encouraged, inspired, or taught you something, do share it with another sister friend who needs support in her healing journey. I would also love for you to go to Apple Podcast right now and leave a review for the show. Thanks for listening. I'm cheering for your healing. Until next week, breathe and be blessed.